Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. Oh, Ria, the Ontario Real Estate Association, they're the one that helps uh, present data, gives that to realtors and uh, those in, in the financing game, just so people can have a real good understanding of what's the market doing today. Well, if you've paid it just even a fraction of attention, uh, a percent of attention to the real estate market, you know that it has gone bonkers. If you've been a first-time homebuyer in the last couple of years, wow, did you face a whole different battlefield than anybody who purchased pre-pandemic ever faced. So some new numbers out. So we're going to have a little guessing game between Laura Gattis and Backstage Ben. Because, you know, if you're a young Ontarian, how much longer do you want to have that connection to your parents and then, you know, the basement, the spare room, you know, moving mm-hmm. back after yeah. uni, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, they're like, you... mom offers snacks to your Tinder date. Yeah. Sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> mom, I said Dunkaroos. Anyway, <laughs> four in 10 parents stepping in to help their kids between 18 and 38 help to buy their first property. That's a huge range of Massive, ages. massive number. Between 18 and 38. Yeah. Oh, man. So, a couple other numbers, then we'll get to the guessing game. Almost 50% of the parents that were a part of this admitted dipping into their own savings to help support their kid's dream. And almost 20% said, we even went into our retirement funds to help them purchase a house, a condo, uh, whatever that set up, a townhome. So, number time. So, there's two columns here. There's the parents that loan you money. And then there's the parents that have uh, the ability to gift you money. Okay. And we'll go from zero to a hundred grand. That's your window in both columns. So you can close that window quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) So on loan money from your parents. So let's say we need some money to borrow mom and dad. Laura Geddes, how much do you think the average amount that that people have been... I'm going to say as a loan, I think it's higher than, in my mind, what my gifted guess will be. I'm going with 80K. 80K. Backstage, Ben. Oh, boy. Um, My own parents or anybody that I know, they don't have a spare 80 in in their retirement fund. I would say like 25K for a loan. Yep. And if they're gifting, 10 Okay, so 10 for the gift. What about the gift side, Laura Geddes? My the- gift guess is 34. 34. <laughs> All oh, right. Oh, okay. Let's check the numbers. On average, those who lo- loaned money to their children, it was $40,878. Ah. Close with Laura Geddes at 34. Those who gifted money, gifted on average $73,605. Wow. wow. I should have swapped my guesses around. No kidding. Darn. So, uh, for the record, though, yep. I'm only guessing 80K for the loan because I know somebody's parents, their mom loaned their facelift money to their kids to help oh. with, the, with the down payment. But she's like, I want that back. I want my facelift still. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Well, how long does the mom want to wait? Because she might get to the point of no return. Well, that's when the, <laughs> we can't live long it comes a gift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a toughie, man. <laughs> the generosity of parents. And, and, and parents, part of this, you know, the number breakdown in the poll said, it's just so much harder. Like, we remember our parents saying, yeah. hey, I paid $19,000 yeah. for my home. Oh, my God. Not, I'm not going to lie. I hear you two pay how much you paid for your houses. And I'm like, 
I don't want to hear it. Uh, hey, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I wouldn't be within 15 kilometers of the location. Oh, I know. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Because I bought for sure. seven years ago. Yep. That, seven years that's ago. That's the difference. If you yeah. did not buy, if you've bought within the last, like, even five years, it's just gone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's uh, it is a toughie. Um, there are no deals out there, and if you feel like there is, you may be getting duped. Yeah, yep. but uh, what is this show? Being nice to mom and dad clearly pays off. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. They the also tuna. know that you're probably not going to pay back your loans. Yeah. Might as well just give it to you. Yeah. It's about 40, 70. It's all the yeah. same. It's never coming back. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. You'd argue that Drake is uh, top three, top five in, uh, in regards to Canada's most popular musical export. But it's beyond that. Drake is an entertainment machine. The Raptors love him. I mean, he's well part of the chips and the dip, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's teamed up with another organization. Now, does this mean there's going to be a part, like a, a half acre called Drizneyland? <laughs> I don't think so, but he is. OVO has worked at a deal. They're doing a collab with Disney. Oh, wow. So you're going to get like Drizzy wear, but in that like gold and brown black combo that he has. But you'll have Mickey Mouse with some like sequins on it. It's part of the spring summer line 2022. We'll see. Now it's going to cost you a fortune. It was leaked on the OVO uh, IG account that uh, late Tuesday. They've started off with a bunch of Mickey Mouse specific products, but there's other Disney characters that are going to be part of this one. I'm a. I'm a little hesitant. Like, I feel like they just, Drake, what do you like? What do you like? And he's just going down a list of things that he, he liked. And, you know, in his childhood, he wasn't able to. You know, he didn't, he, he didn't grow up in money, per se. So I can't imagine up until he became incredibly wealthy, he even had a, a chance to go to Disneyland. So when they're like, hey, Disney wants um, to collab, he's like, sure. He did grow up wealthy, though. That's the thing. He always talks about his downfalls, but he, his parents are rich. Mm. Well, his mom had a little bit of money. I think his dad was still that traveling musician. But uh, okay, okay. There's that. Uh, Don't leave as strong as your weakest link. That's, that's okay. That, that's right. <laughs> so we, we know of the Raptors collab. There's the OVO jerseys and all the other things, and they're crazy priced. Now, this you would imagine is going to be it's it's pardon the the basketball reference, but it is a sl- it's going to be a slam dunk. It's Disney. It sell they sell well regardless. But there were rumblings that he tried to do one with Lego, and they went, not our vibe. They do have an agreement with Adidas right now. They have a cool collaboration with yep. Lego and Adidas. Yep. But apparently they passed on the Drake collab. But another one that he's done that went quietly, and you can find on the LVO website, is Sherwood Hockey. So to set this up to people, it would be like doing a collaboration with, hey, like The Gap or like a... A very popular but affordable brand wants to do something, and they went, "Nah, let's do it with Gene Machine." You know, I like that's that the Sherwood Hockey. It has got to be one of the. It's the. It's the one of the least popular brands. Oh, really? Of all the hockey brands now. Twenty years ago, it was kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. But even yeah, yeah, even Drake is not making it cool. So we'll see. We'll yeah, we see. thought Megan Thee Stallion had a lot of partnerships. Yeah. Holy, yep, she, together right up there. So uh, we'll see because don't forget uh, OVO he did a Scarface collab in the hoodie, one hundred and eighty eight dollars, one hundred and eighty eight bucks. Well, see, it's that's not gonna be lot. that much cheaper with Disney either, right? No. Yeah, one hundred eighty eight dollars is a lot, but not outrageous. Oh, I've seen that. Not that I would buy, it, <laughs> but for an artist collaboration, yeah. for two yeah. brands coming together to make a monster brand, yeah. 
Yeah. It's no $20 Tim Beebs uh, <laughs> bag. <laughs> uh, I believe it was 30 <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. Via station. Virgin Radio. Okay, weather impacted learning day. That was brought in in part to, during the pandemic and for... All of us who enjoyed as kids snow days went, boo. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Waterloo Region was one of the first ones to hop on that. We're I like, think you're right. What? Yeah, I think you're right. Um, now, I don't know if they ended up jumping ahead of the unions and then the school board and themselves acted without making... I, I, we don't know all the behind the scenes. But a bit of an update. Bus cancellations no longer mean school closures, at least for one school board. That's Thames Valley District School Board in London. So... TVDSB, mm-hmm. as they'll be known, said they'll no longer require snow day closures for schools that have mostly bussed in students. So they previously had ent- uh, in- pardon me, implemented the policy of full school closures on the bad weather days and then just said, all right, hit power and fire up the old laptop or, or tablet. We're going to do school there. But at least one of the issues is you've got fewer staff on hand and then students from different classes would have to be clustered together in snow days. So, I mean, they just were trying to avoid that. But a notice went out late yesterday saying that they're lifting uh, uh, some of the restrictions of COVID-19 by the province means that the board can now maintain in-class learning even if the buses are canceled. But that may not necessarily be 100% of the the facts behind all this. No, I don't want to be... Telling tales out of school here. Oh, Are you pulling good. a Hollywood Unlocked right now? <laughs> this is a St. Thomas Unlocked. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, word around the sledding hills was that basically schools make a certain amount of money for every student that is there each day. Allegedly. Alleged. Well, I think that we know. Oh, okay. okay <laughs> yeah, okay. this part is real. I was just adding alleged so yeah. we could see. Good to know. Um, if there is a parent-approved absence, they don't get paid for that kid that day. So if it's like... A vacation day or kid has to be away for whatever reason it's parent approved they don't get paid for that kid that day so the understanding was during these weather impacted distance learning days parents were like oh I'm, I'm not going to be teaching from home so I'm going to mark my student as absent for the day so that way they get off the hook for any any assignments that day sort of thing apparently enough parents were marking their kids absent during these days that the schools were hurting financially they weren't making <laughs> the money from these kids so they're like, well, we need to get these kids back in school so we can start getting that money rolling again. Well, now, yeah, this is conjecture, we'll say. This is heresy. We're not sure. Wow, what a fancy name for just saying a rumor. Yeah. <laughs> you could just call it Gettys Gossip. That's okay. Right, yeah, okay. <laughs> Backstage BS. Yeah. yeah, thank you. But, okay. So we'll see how this plays. Now, if you would like to remain anonymous... And you have some more insight to this, and you want to do a little confirm or deny. Mm -hmm. Let's have some conversation. Oh, yeah. Give us, you know what? And also, if you're a teacher and you just want to let out any kind of teacher tea, we're here for it. Yep. Consider us your anonymous hotline. I want to know who's teaching who after class. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) 1-1053-975-975. We'll see how that lays up. But that's interesting. We'll see if other school boards follow suit. Yeah. Because they are the first uh, all across southwestern Ontario to make that announcement. Mm -hmm. As mentioned, it went out to uh, to family members and, and guardians yesterday. Interesting. So, so interesting. This may be a new secret. Backstage Ben, like, his uncle was a private eye. So It's I mean, true. 
It's in if, the jeans. If <laughs> it's in those Levi's. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. It's the help desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's help desk is from Anonymous. If you want to send us a help desk, you can do that at virginradio.ca. Click on the photo of Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben and you can submit it right there. And you can be anonymous. You can come up with your own name. Whatever floats your boat. I dare you to use your real name. <laughs> or someone close to you's name. No, Oof. don't do that. Isn't I don't that framing it. them, sort of? <laughs> uh, kind of. And yeah, I don't want our help desk to generate more help desks. Yeah. I want to help you. Okay. <laughs> Anonymous says, am I falling out of love? I've been with my boyfriend for three years, and this should be the happiest time of my life. We live together. We have two cats. We like the same things. Our friends and family love us as a couple. But lately, everything he does annoys me. Everything. I feel like he's a friend or a roommate. I haven't even been enjoying our adult fun times. Like, sometimes I can't even focus on the loving. I think about the laundry I have to do or other stuff like that. There is no reason why I should be feeling this way, but I do. Is this normal or has our relationship just gone stale? So that goes back to effort because newsflash, this just in. There's a lot of effort that is required for a relationship mm-hmm. and, and not not speaking like some genius atop a pedestal in any way, shape, or form. Learned lessons. Yeah. Learned yeah, lessons. Yeah. Yep. That's just it. There has to be, okay, so uh, improved conversation and communication. You can't, assumptions, terrible. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sit down. when you assume. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the old, we need to just monthly check in. Plan a half hour. Say, on Friday, or what, Sunday afternoon, could we spend 30 minutes and just run through and make sure each other's okay? Is there something that's popping up that we need to address? Maybe I have a few questions about... That's it. That's the root of it. If you can't go there, then yeah, I think there's going to be some fatal flaws. I would suggest, so if you look at the timeline, if you've been together three years, two and a half of that has been... Pandemic. Either yeah. either completely separate yes. or completely together because you you say you live together, so maybe that has happened. Completely in the past. together, yeah. So that's a lot of time completely together. Because, yeah, the, the the fun part of the relationship, the adventures and exciting, those were off the table mm-hmm. for months on end. Mm-hmm. So this is a different scenario than kind of the traditional makeup. I guess I was describing Benny. Good acknowledgement on that. Yeah, and it, I mean for newer couples to be that close all the time is a bigger change, I think, than it is for those who've been together for a long time and sort of just, bl- you, you know, this just happens naturally. If you've been together for that short of a time, right, like pointing out that it is during a pandemic, it's almost like you skipped or fast-tracked through your honeymoon phase. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah, you exactly, you for know, sure. Because that phase can last a pretty long time for sure newer can. couples, but I mean, not if you got the row-row and you just have to stay at home all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like... Maybe couples like this, you know, the seven-year itch that people say, like, that's when you get antsy or, Mm -hmm. I guess, your happiness declines in your relationship. I wonder if that's been sliced in half. Maybe it's a three-year itch. Timey checks out. (laughs) Oh, a text that that just said, my boyfriend and I have been together for six years. We're in the same situation. Well, if you feel like there's any hope in it all, you have to go back to just the root of a conversation. Boom. Let's lay it on the table. We're going to talk facts first, and then we can get into feelings because those aren't the same things. And when you try to make them the same, that's when you can run into some serious problems. Uh, 
And I do also think you need to be very careful about always chasing the high that you can get yep. with a new relationship. And a lot of TikToks, a lot of stuff on the internet right now, you know, it's always don't settle, don't settle. But people need to realize you will never constantly feel that high. If you want yeah. a long-term relationship, you need to realize it's not always going to be that rush of... There are phases. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Yep. There, there, lot, lots of little and big things are going to happen. You'll get home and have a wonderful, exciting surprise. Other times you're going to get home and uh, hop in. You got to run into the bathroom to brush your teeth. Go, good God, what happened in here? <laughs> oh no! Yeah, like it's that. That is for the makeup of a relationship. It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben, Vibe Station, Virgin Radio. One angle that we didn't quite get into, but you could see this. A text that reads, uh, and it will explain kind of the point that I'm going after. I've been in a relationship with the same person for over 14 years, married for almost 10. We've had ebbs and flows in our relationship. Definitely sometimes, like you described, looking back, those times usually have come with um, when I have felt the most down about myself. So I might suggest to look in a little bit to see if you're in a good place with yourself. That's a very good starting point. I think that makes, it's that whole self-check. Run down that little list, see how you're doing. Mm-hmm. Do you have some sads anywhere else? Because maybe it's bleeding across all things that you normally otherwise would enjoy. Are you doing less hobbies? What does the last two years look like for you? Then maybe you move on to that next step of the sit down and the serious conversation of here's where I'm at. Yeah, and on that, are you taking care of your body? I hate to say it, but if you're not getting enough sleep, yeah. you're not eating properly, you will become irritable. You can become depressed. I mean, mm-hmm. your gut health is so related to your mental health in so many aspects, and that could be reflecting on your relationship, too. That is a text that just came in from oh, Sarnia. Exactly. Twinsies! So, yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Check on yourself. Maybe there are other outside stressors that are just making you unreasonably frustrated at yep. your partner. That happens to literally everybody. Yeah. And in the whole, like, disinterested, again, it's not automatically because there's too many movies, there's too many things, there's too much social media that makes it seem like, look, everybody else has this awesome, positive, and healthy relationship. The answer is a hard no. That's not the case. Mm-hmm. And, and and a few that have come in and uh, we just scroll down because I grabbed like 17 more <laughs> but basically saying um w- was honest told my ex uh, uh nope sorry wrong one. Oh, that was and a good one though that is a good one uh, yeah. okay, well, point it's- i'll read this one it was his honest told my ex uh months ago shy of our six and a half years that told him i was falling out of love and a few other reasons uh like uh, it, it was kind of one-sided his reaction proved something that i had a gut feeling about he did not want to fight to spark that love again even though i was willing to work it out broke up uh, months later, but years after the fact, I've never been happier. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, this person also said that they had friends tell them that they might stop believing in love because we broke up. There so it, it also goes to prove, you know, other people don't know about your relationship. You do, if that's really how you feel. We've highlighted the fact that social media is, it's its a, a pretty farce. good facade. <laughs> yeah, highlight yeah. real, yeah. Yeah, don't lean on that. Just if you care about your relationship, you're going to put that work in, and that's what it is. And if you've ever heard of someone say, love shouldn't be this hard. Well, guess what? Renee Zellweger, it sure as hell is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. <laughs> what? Are you laughing at our help desk? No, it's just... <laughs> wait, okay, wait a second. I gotta look at it. Laura. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> uh, is this my best friend, Adam? <laughs> uh, no, it's not. Oh, man, that's even, amazing. I don't even... Is that a dirty text? Yeah. Oh, oh! it is. 
Okay, I'll yeah. read it. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Don't worry, it's okay, a kid-friendly we'll dirty. We'll share it. We'll it share it in should, a second. If it doesn't go over your kids' heads, that's on you and yes, the parents. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so. Today's help desk is from Anonymous. If you want to send us a help desk, do it. Go to virginradio.ca. You can be anonymous. You can write your own name. You can make a fake name, whatever floats your boat. Anonymous says, am I falling out of love? I've been with my boyfriend for three years, and this should be the happiest time of my life. We live together. We have two cats. We like the same things. Our friends and family love us as a couple. But lately, everything he does annoys me. Everything. I feel like he's a friend or a roommate. I haven't even been try- uh, enjoying our adult fun times because sometimes I feel like I can't even focus on the loving and I think about laundry I have to do or other things like that. There is no reason why I should be feeling this way, but I do. Is this normal or has our relationship just gone stale? Anonymous. Text that we were laughing at reads, nothing a quick trapeze purchase and a few mirrors won't fix. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, it maybe you need a little bit of spice in that in that bedroom recipe. It may, maybe that is a start, or it's one of the many components that need to be added in on top of communication, respect, understanding. Maybe there needs to be a shift of what goes on in the day to day. Let's call them the hamster wheel portion of the relationship: dishes, laundry, yeah, yeah. this stuff. If your place, whether it be an apartment, a townhouse, all the way to a big old mansion. It's like a small city. You've got to keep things kept up in order for it to run. That's just the reality. And none of those elements will bring you together per se. Of like, oh, I can't wait to watch you vacuum later. Like, it's That's just not a thing. I mean, maybe there's a small portion of the population. Yeah, there's chore thing. play for some people. Yeah, maybe, maybe chore play is your thing. But in the end of it, that has to be as close to balance as possible. And the best thing I'd heard many moons ago, and, and even chatting with a counselor too, was... Just remember, the root of this is you are only responsible for your 50% of the relationship. Your job is to bring your concerns, uh, your feelings, your thoughts to the conversation, and they have to meet you. That That's where that is. And you're not responsible for all their other shortcomings. You can make them aware of the things that are bugging you, but it's up to them to to find some balance and, and compromise. Uh, we did uh, we did just get a text saying, listen to the Call Her Daddy podcast last episode. I have to be real to you. The only episode I ever listened to that was when both the girls were on that show, and that was one of the most toxic podcasts I've ever listened to in regards to how to treat any other human. So I'm actually curious to see if that yep. show has gotten any nicer to other humans. We got another text saying, um, on the other hand, you should follow your heart because I was with someone for three years in a previous relationship and it wasn't a good relationship for me. Definitely take the steps to look at it first, but it is okay to move on as well. And that is important. But again, like you said, Jeff, you got to, you have to be real with your emotions yeah. and how you're feeling. And if they're not willing to do anything to change that, yeah, maybe it is time to move on. Maybe they've gotten comfortable and they, you know, some people do tend to woo at the beginning of the relationship, but it's a bit of a facade. Yeah. And then you get comfortable and then it's like, oh, I see what's creeping out here. It's it's a choice. You, you wake up every day making a choice to love that person for all the things that you love about them and equally the faults, the things you don't love, because that comes with understanding and respect. And again, you'll get to the point and maybe that's too much, like the, uh, the scales are no longer weighted properly and it's too much for you to handle. And that is understandable. But at the end of it, it's, man, relationships are work. And if, if you mm-hmm. are disillusioned to think they're not, then you really need to unpack that part first and go talk to a professional and then come back and make some, uh, yeah. some various assessments on your relationship. 
We've got a lot. There's, there's still a ton. We'll, follow this too on socials because you can kind of pick up some really good points of people that are currently going through it, some that are on the other side of it, and whether it be a split, because yes, some relationships do need a hand grenade, so to speak, but others, you you, you work on things, and man, oh man, do they uh, they pay you back tenfold. It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. My station. Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio. All right. The Oceaga lineup is here. Woo-hoo! The festival. It's happening again. Actually, there's quite a few festivals going on. I mean, don't forget Rockland Park in London. Ever After Music Festival is actually happening this year. <laughs> I don't know about your refunds. That's a whole other story. But anyway, let's talk about Oceaga. It is happening. It's 15th anniversary this year, by the way. Uh, Foo Fighters, ASAP Rocky, and Dua Lipa. Those are your headliners. You already kind of knew that. However, the list goes on. You've got Kygo, The Kid Leroy, Charlie XCX. Um, also, Hallucination. They yeah. were so, the, one of the best shows I have ever been to when I saw them mm-hmm. uh, at London Music Hall in, I think it was November already. Wow, a long time ago. Yeah. Incredible. If you go to this festival and you don't see Hallucination, they're like at... They're at the bottom of the list. I bet you by the next time they play, they will be at the top. And formerly what, a tribe called Red? A tribe called Red. Incredible. They have First Nations dancers. They have the drums. They they call it an electric powwow for a reason. Like, it is incredible. Uh, Glass Animals, Machine Gun Kelly, the Arkells, who I know Benny. I was going to say, personal friends of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Beba Doobie. Love that name. There's the list is incredible, so we're going to share it with you. But it's just so so awesome did, to be able to tell you about a festival. Did you see the small stuff on Sunday where <laughs> we've got uh, questionable decisions are playing. <laughs> then you've got Adult Money, that killer new single called RRSP, <laughs> and I can't wait to see that uh, German duo. Toyota Venza. <laughs> oh my goodness. Come on. Is this in, sponsored by New Balance? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is the Queen dead? That's what Hollywood Unlocked is reporting. No. Jason Lee, who owns Hollywood Unlocked, he's doubled down on this, saying, we don't post lies, he said. I've always stand by my sources, waiting on an official statement from the palace. Uh, he doubled down, I guess tripled down on Instagram, saying, I've never lied. I've never been wrong. I trust my sources. I have yet to see an official statement from the palace saying otherwise. And also, he said he was going to be at the Donda live stream listening party last night. Okay. This is all very messy. Metro UK is saying the Queen is alive despite bizarre claims from a US gossip website and other British tabloids as they're, you know, waking up having their morning coffee. It's quite a bit later in the day there. Uh, they're saying the same thing. She is alive. However, we got a texter and I haven't been able to check this. I uh, haven't had time quite yet, but um, they say that the palace actually has two weeks to officially announce from the time of death oh. to announcement. We also just thank you to our uh, unpaid member of the Get Us Gossip Newsroom, Mystery Texter, saying, I have a friend that lives in England, and she said nothing has been said about the Queen's passing. Mm. Again, but I mean, if the palace hasn't said anything yet. I wonder, because like, oh, because Charles is the next in line. Now, <laughs> a, <laughs> a miss announcement like this for Hollywood Unlocked, though, for them to take such a risk when they were starting to build so much credibility, this will ruin them. This will ruin them. Yeah. So you must be very, very, very sure. We also just, we just got another text. Heard the queen had COVID. No, you didn't hear it. She has COVID. They've made that statement. She's canceled a bit. Don't worry. That one. I heard, heard. No, she's got it. 
She's got the run. That has been confirmed. She, that like, has been confirmed. Because of her age, she could just, we all had it. Maybe she's dinged up a little bit and she's resting. Could could that just be the story? She's well, just trying to get over listen, the after effects of it? I saw the article is what they said was that the queen had COVID and had mild symptoms. I was like, damn, Liz, I was down for six days. I felt like garbage when I had the row row. <laughs> But also, the, like, Queen Watch is so hardcore that if she sleeps in, that's when rumors of her passing yeah. starts whirling. Yeah, I know. So. Even her corgis probably start shaking. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'll update you if we hear anything otherwise, but that's what the rumors are right now. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. Gabby joins us on the line. Sorry, I made that real personal for a couple of quick minutes. You can um, lawns. <laughs> Gabby, tell everyone what you do for a living. Uh, I work for Scott's Miracle Grow, so I'm a sales manager for Southwestern Ontario. Yeah, just dream job. Lot yeah. Of travel. <laughs> no, no, no. Her products are my, part of my. They're part of my weekly routine in the summer. Could you be Miracle Grow's first influencer, Jeff? <gasps> well, you know, if you're looking for an everyday, average, normal guy, <laughs> I'm yours. You know what? I can drop some products off for you, and you can. Okay, well, we'll talk after. We got some, <laughs> we got some business to handle. We'll, we'll trade you tickets for train. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Those are yours uh, just for getting on the line. So congrats. You're going to go see Train July 10th in Toronto at uh, Molson Amphitheater. Sorry, Budweiser Stage. They changed the name. Pardon me. Budweiser Stage. So you're there. Benny, uh, he's hot off another win, uh, another win, so he's now at 280. You have the opportunity to, to hold back, adding onto that win column. You could throw it down into the loss or tie. It's totally up to you. Three completely okay. random trivia questions. Do we have, or pardon me, did I speak too soon? Any themes, Laura? Uh, there is one. Okay. Royal related oh, question. Oh yeah, in right, honor right, 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 right. Oh, okay, so we've got uh, we've got that. But uh, Ben is going to depart out of the room. You're up first, Gabby, with uh, those three questions. Go on, get Benny. Yo, come on back. Same three questions and the most points. Three out of three wins. Pardon me. I'm just so distracted right now. <laughs> I know. You said lawn and here we go. Oh, boy. Gabby, are you ready to beat Backstage Ben? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Boy. All right. Here we go. First question. Which British princess had a baby named Sienna Elizabeth? Uh, would have been in, well, this year. Sorry. Sienna Elizabeth? Yep. Uh... Oh my gosh. Uh, edit. It's a real fresh baby born this year. Uh, Princess Beatrice? That is correct. Nice. Oh, uh, okay. Chocophobia is the fear of what? What? Chocophobia? Tocophobia. Is oh, the tocophobia. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Um, fear of pregnancy. That is correct. Woo! And also something. Oh okay. Also something I learned today that I uh, have. I'm learning so much of my own conditions. No this way. Week on the show. Yeah. Oh, oh my no. gosh. No. Wait. Me. No. No. That's fine. Somebody else can go get pregnant, and have babies. Not me. <laughs> Terrifying. Anyway. Laura likes being the fun aunt. Uh, yeah, I will be the font. I thought it was font, but somebody corrected me on that before. Okay, third and final question. What word means the direct opposite of something else? Um, direct opposite. Indirect? I was looking uh. for antipathy. 
Oh, that means the direct oh, opposite no. of something else. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Hey, two for three. That's uh, that's impressive. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty Let, good. Let's see what this happens. All right. All right come on, man. I know he's not doing the wordle because he said he already did it. Yeah, he did. He's texting somebody. He's not paying attention. Buddy! I officially failed wordle today. I was dead. I haven't done it yet, but I hope I get a better Bye. score than Ben. That's all I hope. Bye. He just does all the things to keep his, his brain sharp. I know. Were you uh, wordling or what was going on since you've done it already? Were you bragging to your wife that you were done it? No, I did share it with my wife. I did beat her for once. Yeah. Oh. Congrats, by the way. I was reading about the Foo Fighters' best albums, actually. Okay. Um, <laughs> Gabby came in and, uh, man, oh, man, did she uh, weed kill you, pal. She went two for three. Two for three? Yeah. Holy. Yeah. yeah. Would you like to trash talk? Gabby? Uh, no, no, I'm okay. My, my, uh, my two out of three will do it for me. Okay. There it is. Yeah. Okay. Questions do the talking today. Benny, which British princess had a baby named Sienna Elizabeth this year? Uh, the partying one, uh, Beatrice. Okay, that is disappointingly correct. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Tocophobia is the fear of what? Doobies. <laughs> to- tocophobia, right? No. No? Okay, come on. No. Uh, no. Uh, hey. I'm a joke. Come on. Uh, Doobies, tocophobia. Fine. But I don't know. Oh, my. <laughs> Stop it. Can we cancel it right now? You're done. You're disqualified. There's a certain level of sass I, I will accept. It's pregnancy and childbirth. Another oh. condition I've learned I've had. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> okay. Third and final question. What word means the direct opposite of something else? Uh, like the antithesis of something? Ref Jeff, you know the answer. I don't know if I should take that or not. Let me Google it. Um, Stop it smarting my questions. I'm a little, please. I'm locked up in this. Antithesis. Um, yeah, I'm going to take it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Got to take it. Oh. Although I was looking for antipode. Antipode? Oh. Sounds much but if you go to the definition, antithesis is still the same thing. So, no, I'll take that. I know. That's a tie. So That's a tie. Oh. I wanted to say nothing in all of this. Well, you're really, the ref. You gotta help me yeah. out. Well, not Come today. On. Gabby got me really distracted. <laughs> really distracted. Are you? Are you googling googling lawn care? No, right no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. Two all tie. That's impressive. Real impressive. And your first time texting through ever. So congratulations. What a play for you. So we have to get you locked in for your tickets. You're off to see Train as mentioned July 10th in Toronto at Budweiser Stage. It will give you an opportunity, just like Gabby, well, to tie. But how about tomorrow you try to beat Backstage Ben? We'll do that at around 840. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. This is a bit of a numbers game. It's focusing on the volume of laundry. And this can be just you and solo. And then you you added some, some kiddos and other family members. Obviously, the number is going to grow. But So this is the average number between all of those sums. So, for example, I have a family of four. Same with Benny. Laura, she's got two in her household. But, I mean, growing up, you had six. Right? So the numbers are all over. So these are the averages of lumping it all together. All right. In our lifetime, we will do 13,000 loads of laundry. Ew. But here's where the biggest problem is. In total, we're going to lose 756 socks. Not pairs, just that single sock. Oh! 
I don't get it. How does it happen? Okay, so are, are you like, you never lose socks or you want to know the why? How, how do you lose socks? Okay, well, it easily happens. They get, it get, they get caught in a pant leg. They fall out of the basket going down the stairs. Like there's 17. Guilty. I've Guilty. seen I've seen the odd sock like behind the washer when you do the big oh, just yeah. basket dump yep. and they could fly out. Sure. I have taken my dryer apart, pulled the drum out, and I've gotten the fun little uh, like the... Uh, bounce sheets yep. all yeah. wrapped up in a perfect little ball because it's been rolling around for so oh, long. no way. Never found a sock in there, though. Huh. See, a lot of people have thought socks go where pen lids go, just to this special, like, in-between, you know, various oh, universes. Yeah. But yeah. no, 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 no. They're around. I have been doing this for years, so I, I just, I don't lose socks because I have an issue where they get taken by the three other members in my house. Guilty. Oh, oh. I have a drawer that is color-coded and season-based. Because right now, wow. I'm wearing thick woolies. Yeah, yeah. It's what I do. There's a few things in life I'm particular about. Socks are one of them. I have no-shows, so right, though, like low ankle cuts. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then I have the thin ones you'll wear in, like loafers or other things in the summer. They're gone. They're scattered. Well, the only way, the saving grace... Is if you have not paid twenty bucks, if you're paying more, maybe twenty five, buying yourself a small garment bag. It's mm-hmm. it's the clear mesh yep. bag with the zipper on it. Don't buy the Velcro; those always fall apart. Yeah. Put all your socks in when you're pulling them out of the. Hand. If you aren't doing that, you're creating hours and hours of not only work for yourself but mental anguish. So while yeah. it seems like a subtle mm-hmm. hack, it's the easiest thing to do. We have them for um, brasiers. They avoid yep. the clips getting caught on other things. Yep. Tangled and, and turning tangled. into a web of lies. Yep, exactly. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is handy. It's a power move. If and that, like I was just glancing at Amazon, they have oh, it's the new uh, sock dock laundry tool. Don't. It's it's just it's a glorified hanger with clips. It's going to break. That's what mm-hmm. it, you just put it in the bag and zip it shut. You can also use a pillowcase if you want to get yes. real cheap. Yep, that's true. Pillowcase yeah. works. Can you use the one that you've just used that's all drooly, so you're like two birds, one stone sort no, of thing? No, just yeah, buy the mesh Honestly, bag because then you can see what's in it. It's 10 bucks for a two-pack of most of these mesh yeah. bags available almost everywhere you buy stuff. Yeah, but what about this issue, Jeff? I don't want the socks in my house to be found because I am said st- sock stealer, and the beautiful Brazilian boyfriend will be like, hey, I'm missing one sock. Like, he counts his now, I think, because I've stolen oh. so many of, of his. That's cruel. You gotta just let the socks do their own thing. What whoever they end up with is whoever they're meant to be with. There's also you could do a life hack for socks. Backstage Sadie has never worn a matching pair of socks in her life, so you lose one, no big deal. Yeah. You just mix and match. That was me up until about the age of 25. <laughs> there I really you go. Yeah. To that. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck on your hunt. I'm telling you, that is a simple hack. It is going to save. I, for years, I was trying to track it down, then I gave up. Especially when they're little itty-bitty kitty socks, too. Oy. Getting some inside yeah. info. Yeah, the little bitty kitty socks. Not even in the drum, but get stuck in hoses. So you can oh. check to see. They might get sucked right into the exhaust uh, feed, uh, hose or something like that. The drain so, hose, yeah, too, from all that hose. water. Yeah. All right. Well, so that's good. actually something you want to check because, uh, especially if you have a gas-powered dryer, you want to make sure that your hoses aren't blocked. If uh, in the washing machine, yeah, the drain hose is in the washing machine. You don't want to get that back. <laughs>